Welcome to the Superpowers for Good show. I'm your host, Devin Thorpe. Larry Lane Zucker is the founder of Impact Entrepreneur Magazine, a new online publication that serves entrepreneurs seeking to make a profit while solving social problems. He'll also share insights about his superpower, starting movements. Laurie, thanks so much for joining me. It's great to see you again. Great to be here, Devin. Thanks for inviting me. Well, congratulations on the successful launch of Impact Entrepreneur Magazine. Wow. You've been working on this for months. I've been honored to serve uh, on your advisory board, and uh, you have accomplished something that is truly extraordinary. So kudos. Kudos to you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. It's been a lot of work, but uh, very uh, satisfying to have reached the point where we can actually show it to the world. Take a minute and tell people about it. Now, our audiences overlap, so a lot of folks uh, are familiar with you, but not everyone on my channel will will know you or Impact Entrepreneur. So tell them what you've got going on. Yeah. Well, yes, we've launched a big new web platform, Impact Entrepreneur Magazine, um, and we've been working on that for almost a year now. We started right uh, about 10 months ago. However, it's really been 10 years in the building uh, of Impact Entrepreneur. We celebrated our 10th anniversary uh, this past June, and then 30 years of, of professional work, all of it in the sustainability field. Um, which and by sustainability, I mean the kind of interwoven, that web of social and environmental concerns um, that we now see characterized uh, rather well in the sustainable development goals. And uh, it's, it's um, and, and, and in generally in what is more broadly understood as sustainability. 10, 15, 20 years ago, certainly 30 years ago, sustainability really was understood in pure environmental terms. Uh, one of the things that we did in my early work as the CEO of an environmental magazine called Orion was to talk about just how interconnected social and environmental issues are. And this was pretty new because social justice issues, the social justice movement, and the environmental movement in the 60s and 70s and much of the 80s were kind of working along parallel but separate lines. And it's been in the last 20 or so years where we've really begun to see as a culture this inter interconnection between the two that you can't really talk about climate change without going down the path uh, very far and not hitting innumerable social issues that relate to that and vice versa. Um, so uh, anyway, 30 years in the sustainability field and then 10 years that I've been building Impact Entrepreneur. Uh, I, I, I coined the term Impact Entrepreneur uh, 10 years ago to kind of distinguish it from uh, what I was experiencing as a social entrepreneur. Um, I, I uh, you know, I'd walked that path of uh, the entrepreneur who was building a mission-driven, triple bottom line business and felt that while it was, you know, this kind of business was so essential to not only um, environmental social health, but the future of humanity, 
that the big hole in the story for me was that I was constantly butting my head against a dominant business paradigm that was largely antithetical to what I was trying to accomplish. You know, single bottom line versus triple bottom line. And that runs so deep. And so impact and, and the story around social entrepreneurship that I was experiencing was really focused on the business, you know, start your business for good. It didn't talk about, well, if you don't have a business paradigm in an ecosystem that actually can hold and affirm them, you're creating a really awkward situation for many of the entrepreneurs going down that path. So impact entrepreneurship is founded on this notion of what I call systems mindedness, social and environmental innovation that is done within a presumption or transformational context or presumption of systems change. So we've tar targeted over the last 10 years of the building of a global network where we are focused uh, primarily on entrepreneurs, investors of all sorts, funders and, uh, of all sorts, and academia, scholars and students. Of course, we welcome many other types of uh, professionals into the network, but those are the three that we've always tried to serve um, in a most focused way. And we've built a network now, global network of, uh, we're about to hit 30,000 members in over 180 countries. Uh, very happily, we've succeeded in kind of establishing the entre impact entrepreneur as um, a kind of a movement of itself, you know, as a vocational movement. We have, there are now thousands of people around the world who are calling themselves impact entrepreneurs. And uh, that's, that's very heartening. And it also gives us, we feel, the opportunity to link that term and the programming that we do to a, a growing global movement where we can, over time, have increasing amounts of impact. So Impact Entrepreneur Magazine, this newest expression and by far the biggest effort that we've undertaken, is a online magazine and a collaborative platform for that global network, as well as others who want to engage in the impact space. Um, and uh, to, we've chosen to anchor it to the Sustainable Development Goals, the 17 Sustainable Development Goals, which since 2015 have really emerged as a crucial touchstone, indeed for many a foundation, for looking at, you know, uh, putting into context individual companies or investment funds and, and their strategies and goals, et cetera, et cetera. Um, SDGs are being taught in universities. Uh, they're being embraced by, have been embraced by governments. So our magazine is anchored to that, uh, to the SDGs, as well as 16 other major issue areas that we can talk about in, in a while. And then there's the collaborative part of the platform. We've got the outgoing media. We've got um, 40 major kind of field building content partner organizations working with us on the media. We have uh, 60 contributors, columnists, correspondents that are working with us on the magazine. The collaborative platform is designed uh, for people in this space to really um, come together, uh, have kind of, kind of a, a increasing amounts of engagement in an intimate setting with the thought leaders in the space, with, the, with people who are actual practitioners, entrepreneurs, and others, and the opportunity and giving them opportunities to connect with each other and to collaborate with each other. Because of course, that's really, again, at the foundation of our work is collaboratively building that new business paradigm and ecosystem, which we're calling the impact economy.
This is really uh, quite an accomplishment. It, it's taken a lot of effort uh, over the last decade, but uh, you know the product, as anyone will see from visiting Impact Entrepreneur Magazine, and what's the website? It's impactentrepreneur.com? Exactly. Right? So uh, easy to find, but check it out. I mean, it's just, it's a beautiful as well as thought provoking and insightful uh, magazine. So I encourage people to check it out. Um, how did you get the, your start in this space? You, you talked, you hinted at that a little bit. You, you were a social entrepreneur, but, but go back. Tell us a little bit about what drew you into the impact space in the first place. Well, as I suggested, my the first half of my career was working on sustainability issues as a CEO of an international environmental NGO, not a business, NGO, nonprofit, magazine publisher, book publisher. We were in education. We developed something called place-based education um, back at that in that former work. Uh, that gave me a really excellent grounding on kind of the full range of social and environmental issues because we we're constantly publishing pieces on, on that whole geography. And uh, I, and I was lucky enough to be able to work with, you know, the leading climate people, uh, you know, the, the leading biodiversity experts, the, the uh, people who are working on social justice issues in urban settings. Um, it gave me a, a wonderful grounding. I started a think tank in 2000, in the early 2000s, that incubated projects that I just was interested interested in. One of them was a uh, digital media initiative. Um, and uh, it, I started in this nonprofit incubator, but I started, it, it, it was, I was doing that at a time that was a really interesting time. It was 2006, 2007. And uh, Devin, I'm sure you'll, you, you know very well that 2007 is kind of a uh, crucial year for impact in that uh, the impact investing emerged from think tanks, right? And B corporations were launched. And uh, I drank the Kool-Aid big time. I was introduced to some people who kind of straddled that philanthropy, nonprofit world and the social enterprise world. And they said, you know, this is a really interesting idea and you might be better served if you did it as a business and you might look at these things, B corporations and uh, impact investing and so I started researching it. I went to a couple conferences, social venture circle, investor circle, and I, yeah, I drank the Kool-Aid and said, I'd love to be one of the first of these B corporations. And I'd love to really try to help, um, you know, the, those who are establishing impact invest, investing by trying to attract so-called impact investors. So that business was uh, became one of the first 23 or 24 founding B Corps and also was noted, noted uh, got some recognition for having the first impact investment ever made, private equity impact investment ever made on an impact investing exchange, which the first one being Mission Markets. There's been a whole attempt at, <laughs> at systematizing those things through platforms. Not all, uh, most of them haven't worked, but anyway, we did we did uh, equity uh, raise uh, successfully on uh, on that, and uh, uh, it was early. It was really early. No one knew what a B corporation was. No one knew what an impact investing investment was. I'd go to you know, this was a digital media thing, so I went to did the 
you know, went around Silicon Valley, San Francisco, the Bay Area, meeting with digital media investors of different sorts. And they, when I talk about the triple bottom line and being responsive to stakeholders and all the things that we we talk about in in um, these kinds of businesses, I just get these glazed looks. And I had one or two investors say, you know, I'll never invest in a company like that, straight out, because you take too much into consideration. <laughs> and I said, yeah, we do, we do, uh, we need to. Anyway, um, that business got pretty far. We had some substantially investors from a very noted uh, um, uh, investor. And, uh, but then 2008 crash happened. And again, as I said, every, it was just way too early and it stalled. And, in 2000, and Impact Entrepreneur, which I started in 2011, kind of very much grew out of all those experiences and um, insights uh, that I gleaned from walking that path. And as I said, I came to feel like, well, I can't just, as a field builder by nature, and I know you're interested in superpowers, I think field building is kind of that superpower for me, or at least that's what I love doing. And as somebody who has that kind of deep into my DNA, I, I just kind of approach the world saying, okay, well, if it's not, if it didn't work for me there, why and how do you fix it? How do you fix it? How do you fix it yeah. for the others coming down the road? And Impact Entrepreneur was that thing. It was about building a global network and building people who were approaching it, wanting to approach this from in terms of, yes, I'm doing this business, or yes, I'm creating this fund, or I'm, or I'm teaching this in schools, but we together need to build that new business, brain chemistry. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So, you know, Laurie, you alluded to superpowers and and I started somewhat casually asking guests about their superpowers four or five years ago. Mm -hmm. And I got great answers, uh, but I, I didn't think too deeply about it until I took the time at the suggestion of a friend uh, to write a book about it. And I went through and I, I, I started writing about all these superpowers and I found that, that in those superpowers that people had described on the show, there was some really profound stuff. Uh, and I, and I began to appreciate that if we want to change the world, part of what we have to do is to start by changing ourselves. We've got to emulate the greats the Laurie Lane Zuckers of the world. We've got to be like Laurie. Uh, so, Laurie, what is your superpower? Well, as I, I think I, I suggested earlier, I think if I have, um, if I've succeeded in anything to a certain extent, I think it is by helping to start movements you know, social movements, professional movements, we uh, educational movements. Uh, we, as I mentioned earlier in the first half of my career, we uh, developed something called place-based education, which is a uh, form of education that uh, links the study of, of social as well as ecological aspects of a community and, and turning it into a pedagogy. 
community-centric education. And it's it's taken on a, over the years, we seeded it, we developed it early on, and then it, we let it go. And, and it became a vibrant international movement. Uh, I was just, I just gave the keynote uh, two years ago, at, right before the pandemic at the National Place-Based Education Conference at the University of Michigan. Um, that was amazing to see. And I hadn't really been working in place-based education for 15 years or so, but to see it, it just continuing on and, and taking on a life of its own. Um, similarly with impact entrepreneurs, I, as I was saying, you know, there are people who call themselves impact entrepreneurs and there are increasing numbers of those people. And uh, that is um, from an impact perspective, that's really exciting. Uh, so I'd have to say that that's probably my superpower. We're looking sure. back. I didn't know it at the time. I just yeah, do what yeah. I do, right? I just do my work. Yeah. Uh, reflecting back now, how do you think you developed that superpower? How have you built that up? Oh, I boy, that's a hard question, Devin. I, it's so ingrained, it's so innate in me. And, you know, um, yeah, and it's really not something that I either can bottle up, could bottle up and sell on a, on a, on a storefront, uh, nor would I actually want to <laughs> su suggest it to others because it's been pretty difficult. Yeah. It's been pretty difficult to, because, so much of it is driven from just kind of this interior drive or instinct that I have to make certain kinds of uh, changes and help make certain kinds of changes in the world that it's led me to do make decisions that kind of look crazy early on because no one's thinking that, you know, no one, you know, why are you doing that? Why are you spending time doing something that, you know, if it's an early one of the first B corporations, what's a B corporation? That's crazy. You know what? Uh, it was just my deep sense that this was important for the future and not necessarily the future for me, but the future for the community, the broader community, however you want to define that. Yeah. Well, what have been the tactics you have used to build your movement, to build the field of impact entrepreneurship? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah, the tactics. What are, what are the things yeah. that you've done? Um, well, that's a little easier to bottle up and share. Uh, in 2011, when I started Impact Entrepreneur, and I and because I built networks in the past, I, I and I, I really value the potency or the power of having a good network that you really work. Um, I, I, I laid that at the real, at the foundation of Impact Entrepreneur. And I said, well, so I said to myself, how am I going to build a global network of entrepreneurs, investors, and scholars, and students, and then others? Well, LinkedIn was a very young platform in 2011. It seems like things like LinkedIn and Facebook are really old. <laughs> They're not really old. They, they haven't been around that long. LinkedIn is younger than Facebook, and LinkedIn was quite young. Uh, but I just looked at it and said, that's a really efficient way to build the kind of network that I want to build. So I put, I didn't really focus on Facebook, a little bit on Twitter, very little. I, I just said LinkedIn is where I want to be. Plus this work that I want to do is focused on business 
transformation, right? And LinkedIn is a business network. So I, I started a LinkedIn group in 2011. I did a lot of writing and posting and, and just reaching out and building a network, my network on LinkedIn. And that became the foundation for building that global network. Now, of course, over the more recent years, we've developed our own web presence. We've started webinar, two webinar series that uh, you know, have been going very well. Um, we now have our magazine and our uh, member platform. So there's a lot that's happening that's not on LinkedIn, but that LinkedIn group that we have, which is 29,600 members right now, uh, it's a fantastic place for people who are in this space to share the work that they're doing with a pretty large uh, group or community. Yeah. Um, so tactically, that was a crucial good decision I made. Now, I could go on and tell you a lot of bad decisions. But <laughs> well, share one or two. What are some, you know, I think there's this perception that uh, success is linear, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that every day things go from uh, good to better yeah. and eventually they become great. Uh, your lived experience, is does it work that way? Uh, uh, it, no. Uh, I mean, <laughs> okay. with the, well, I don't know. Example of something that has not worked yet. Because I do, I do, you know, and I think a lot of entrepreneurs do this when you're building your business model, when you're building that thing, you start, you throw the pasta at the wall and you see what sticks and what doesn't. And I've had a lot of, there's a nice big pile of pasta on the ground that didn't stick for me. One mm-hmm. of them was when, you know, when we started getting a lot of traction in the group and we had a consulting business that was going well because of the, the growth of the network and the needs that were in that network that we, some of which we could fulfill. Um, we, and we were starting to do certain, some programming. We held some conferences, summits. Uh, I, I kind of said, well, you know, it would be really cool to have a center, an actual physical center, Impact Entrepreneur Center, uh, where we could do uh, uh, this work. And uh, I went through a whole process of getting one of the top green architects in the world to actually design a building for me. And he developed a beautiful, they developed a beautiful building. Uh, problem was, again, too early. No one, no, no one was ready to plug to, to support that kind of, uh, of, of facility. That plan still exists, and I haven't totally, you know, it's, it's still a possibility, but it may be five or 10 years down the road where something like that becomes viable. So that's another way to look at this. You know, there are failures, and then there are things that just take a long time to reach fulfillment. And so that piece of pasta that I threw on the wall six years ago might be there on the ground, but if I pick it up now and try it again, the world has changed and it may stick this time. Yeah, that's a profound insight. uh, And I've certainly found that to be true in my life and career. So that's a a great reminder uh, to keep that pile of pasta on the floor uh, orderly. (laughs) (laughs) So when you want to pick up one of those pieces of pasta you can and you can throw it at the wall again and see if it works this time that's a great great thought well laurie thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today i really can't thank you enough i want to congratulate you on the successful launch of impact entrepreneur magazine and and more importantly for the impact that ripples out from that right the 
every time a social entrepreneur or impact entrepreneur reads something that allows them to do their work just a little bit better, uh, that's a ripple in the pond. And of course, there are already an infinite number of ripples from your work, and that will grow exponentially now with the launch of Impact Entrepreneur Magazine. So kudos for that. Before you go, would you just take one minute and and tell people how they can uh, join the LinkedIn group, how they can subscribe to the magazine, how they can follow you on elsewhere and so whatever. Tell, help guide people on the process of connecting with the Larry Lane Zucker. Sure. Well, with the launch of the new platform, it's really easy. Pretty much everything is centralized on at impactentrepreneur.com. Yeah, all this content, all this magazine, uh, all these magazine articles and videos, et cetera, et cetera. The um, premium member plat- part of the platform, uh, I very much uh, urge you, if you're serious about uh, wanting to connect with this community, to, to become at least a basic member, which is free of Impact Entrepreneur, or consider uh, becoming a premium member. Beyond that, you can connect with me on Twitter at uh, Lori LZ. Uh, our, our Impact Entrepreneurs uh, uh, Twitter account is uh, Impact E Magazine. Uh, the LinkedIn group, it's very easy to find Impact Entrepreneur. If you put it in Google, we're, you know, we were the first, so we're right there at the top. And you can find the LinkedIn group right from, you can find our business page, LinkedIn, uh, easily. Just put it into the search of Google or on LinkedIn. Uh, also, you just put an Impact Entrepreneur in LinkedIn and you'll find the group and uh, request to join the group. And uh, we we are getting about 40 requests a day uh, right now. It's growing quite organically and nicely. We uh, don't accept everybody. We want people who are really showing that they have serious interest in the space. Um, but uh, if you're listening to you, Devin, they've probably got serious interest in this space. <laughs> Uh, you're kind, Larry. Well, uh, Larry, thank you so much for being here today. Uh, again, congratulations on the successful launch, and uh, we wish you every success in your continued effort to help impact entrepreneurs change the world, guided by those uh, very helpful UN Sustainable Development Goals. So, thank you. It's always a pleasure, Devin. Thanks. All righty. Let's do some good. Thank you for tuning in to the Superpowers for Good show. Twice each week, we host changemakers who share their impact, insights, and superpowers. Don't miss another episode. Subscribe today at superpowersforgood.com. That's superpowers, number four, good.com. Be super empowered. Get your copy of the book, Superpowers for Good, as an ebook, audiobook, paperback, or hardcover edition via your favorite online retailer. Interested in having me speak to your company, organization, or association? Visit devonthorpe.com. Then let's talk. Now, keep using your superpowers for good. Together, we can reverse climate change, improve global health, and eradicate poverty.